could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. There is nothing wrong with America that cannot be cured by what is right with America. Bill Clinton. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. A top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For, di- for today's show, Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSY over the years. We're thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsy.org. That's btsy.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen and express yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. Hi, I'm Sharanya, your host for today. Today's show is all about the 4th of July. And along with the fireworks and joy, we're having a new reporter on with us today, Julia. She'll be on in segment two, and we can all talk to her about her experience and what her segment is going to be about. And then for segment three, me and Julia will just be having discussions about her easing into the reporting world and also a few festivities of July the 4th. But right now for segment one, I'll talk about American Patriot authors for my segment, The Scribble. July 4th, commonly known as Independence Day, is a significant holiday in the United States that commemorates the country's declaration of independence from British rule. It is a day when Americans celebrate the birth of their nation and the principles upon which it was founded. On July 4th, 1776, the Continental Congress, comprised of representatives from the 13 American colonies, adopted the Declaration of Independence. This historic document, primarily drafted by Thomas Jefferson, outlined the colony's grievances against the British crown and proclaimed their intention to establish a sovereign nation based on principles of liberty, equality, and self-governance. The the Declaration of Independence declared that all individuals possess inherent rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It asserted that governments derive their powers from the consent of the governed, and that if a government fails to protect the rights of its citizens, the people have the right to alter or abolish it. Independence Day is a time when Americans reflect on the principles articulated in the Declaration of Independence and the sacrifices made by the founding generation to secure these freedoms. It is a day of patriotism marked by parades, fireworks, barbecues, family gatherings, and various festivities throughout the country. The American flag, a symbol of unity and national pride, is prominently displayed, and people come together to celebrate the values and ideals that have shaped the United States. Beyond the celebrations, Independence Day serves as a reminder of the ongoing struggle for freedom and justice. It is an occasion to reflect on the progress made as a nation and to renew the commitment to upholding the principles of equality, opportunity, and the individual rights for all. It is also a time to honor the men and women who have dedicated their lives to defending and preserving the freedoms that we enjoy today. Ultimately, July 4th, 
represents the spirit of independence, resilience, and unity that defies the United States. It is a day to appreciate the legacy of those who fought for our liberty and to make sure to reaffirm our shared values as a diverse and inclusive nation. Now, before I get into all about the literature of that's roots with American patriotism, I'd like to say that I'm going to make my segment a bit formal today. I'm going to be trying to talk in what I think people back in July 4th, 1776 would talk like. So it might seem a little nonchalant-like. Ladies and gentlemen, today I stand before you to celebrate the brilliant minds and profound contributions of some of the best American patriot writers in our nation's history. These individuals, through their words and writings, have left an indelible mark on our country's journey toward liberty, justice, and freedom. They have been the intelligent intellectual vanguards, stirring the hearts and minds of generations and shaping the very fabric of our nation. Let us play, pay homage to these extraordinary men and women who have passionately defended and upheld the ideals upon which the United States was built. One of the greatest American patriot writers was Thomas, Thomas Paine. His influential pamphlet, Common Sense, published in 1776, well, I think I've heard that year before, during July 4th, provided the intellectual fuel that ignited the flames of the American Revolution. Paine fearlessly challenged the authority of the British monarchy and passively, I mean, passionately advocated for independence, arguing for the inherent rights of every individual. His words galvanized the colonists, instilling in them the belief that they had the power to shape their own destiny and should govern themselves. Paine's eloquence and conviction still resonate today, reminding us of the transformative power of ideas. Another luminary in the pantheon of American patriot writers is Benjamin Franklin, who we all know. Renowned for his wisdom and wit, Franklin was a polymath who made invaluable contributions to not only one field, but science, politics, and literature. His um, his poor Richard Almanac not only provided practical ad advice and insights, but also embodied the American spirit of self-improvement and industriousness, which later translated to the American dream. Franklin's writings underscored the importance of civic virtue and community engagement, emphasizing the responsibilities of citizens to actively participate in the building of a just society. No discussion of American patriot writers would be complete without mentioning the luminous works of Thomas Jefferson. As the principal author of the Declaration of Independence, Jefferson crafted a masterpiece that articulated the principles upon which our nation was founded. His words, infused with a deep sense of justice and equality, still reverberate in the hearts of those who strive for a more perfect union. Jefferson's contributions extended beyond the Declaration, as his expansive intellect and eloquent prose played a pivotal role in shaping the United States Constitution. Moving forward in time, we encounter the exceptional insights of Harriet Beecher Stowe. Her novel, Uncle Tom's Cabin, brought the plight of enslaved African Americans into the national spotlight, exposing the moral and human rights abuses perpetuated by slavery. Stowe's unflinching portrayal of the harsh realities faced by enslaved galvanized the abolitionist movement and helped awaken the conscience of a nation. Her work illustrated the transformative power of literature, demonstrating that words have the ability to challenge deeply ingrained beliefs and bring about social change. In more recent times, though, we find the resonant voice of Maya Angelou. Her Poetry and autobiographical works not even not only provided a deeply personal exploration of her own experiences, but also spoke to the universal struggles and triumphs of African Americans. Angelou's words radiate with resilience, strength, and hope, inspired countless individuals to rise above adversity and celebrate the inherent beauty and dignity of every human being. Her works continue to uplift and empower reminding us of the enduring spirit of the American people. 
these um these remarkable American patriots writers embody this a sense of our nation. The ideals and the motto of our nation is all translated in their writing. And in their writings, we can see that they have ignited the flames of revolution, championed justice and equality, and inspired generations to strive for a more inclusive and harmonious society. Their words have stood out the test of time and continue to guide us as we navigate the complexities of our modern world. As we honor their contributions, let us also remember that we have the power to shape the future through our own words and actions. Each of us have the ability to contribute to the ongoing narrative of our nation, to advocate for justice and to champion the ideals upon which the United States was built on. Now, before I conclude my segment, I'd like to share a poem with you all. And this poem is going to be about who I think are the unsung heroes of the United States, and that would be the soldiers. They've sacrificed so much for their love of the nation, and I think it's really honorable how and noble how they let go this massive part of their life just to make sure our nation is safe and secured, and all of it is just for their love of the nation. In the realm where duty calls, I stand. A soldier's heart beats resolute and grand. Through battles fought and sacrifices made, I see my nation through the eyes of a blade. From distant shores to a rugged terrain, I march forward, shouldering the pain. For in my heart, a fire burns bright to protect and defend with all my might. I see my nation through a soldier's gaze, through triumph celebrated and darkest days. I witness the strength that binds us as one, a tapestry woven beneath the sun. I see a land where dreams take flight, where freedom reigns casting its light, a promise of liberty cherished and dear, a beacon of hope ever crystal clear. I see the faces of my comrades in arms, bound by valor, shielded from arms. In unity we stand a brotherhood strong, fighting for justice against all wrong. I see the colors of our flag unfurled, a symbol of unity that lights the world. Its star and stripe tells a story profound of resilience and courage that knows no bound. I see the sacrifices, the tears we shed, the families who wait with bated breath, their unwavering support and anchor true as we safeguard the nation for them too. I see the scars etched up on my soul, reminders of battles that took their toll, but I press on for the land I adore, a soldier's duty forevermore. Through distant lands and perilous strife, I carry my nation, a treasure in life, for I am a soldier devoted and strong, seeing my nation with love so long. With each step I take my purpose defined, to serve and protect and honor divine. In the eyes of a soldier, my nation stands tall, a beacon of freedom inspiring all. So let us remember the soldier's plight, the ones who stand ready day and night, for in their perspective, their nation's embrace lies a love that time and distance cannot erase. That's my poem that talks about the soldiers and their plight and how they have so much love for their nations, and we should really appreciate them more. I know we have days like Memorial Day and Veterans Day, but I think July the 4th should be another day where we can just commemorate their sacrifices and love for the nation. But unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. Make sure you stay tuned for our next segment where we'll have a new um, reporter, Julia, and she'll be talking a little more about herself and her segment. And we want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at info at the rate be the star you are dot org. That's info at the rate be the star you are dot org. Check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at be the star you are dot org. We can get in you can get involved with the Be the Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to the Be the Star You Are. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel want to see what voice america is up to behind the scenes follow us on tiktok at voice america talk radio You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Well, welcome back to segment two, and this segment's going to be especially fun today because we have a new reporter on with us today. With us today, we're going to have Julia, who's um, a rising sophomore from San Francisco with a passion for entrepreneurship and understanding how ordinary people can build extraordinary things. She, active, she actively participates in the Whatever It Takes team program, where she holds conversations with successful startup owners and learns from their experiences. Julia also finds joy in music, singing in the five-time Grammy award-winning San Francisco Girls Chorus, and conducting research on the ben- beneficial effects of music for language learning. In her spare time, you can find her training for her latest 10K and exploring nature. So welcome to the show, Julia. Hello, hello. I'm Julia, and I'm so thrilled to join Express Yourself. Um, I'm here to show you how teens can change the world through passion, innovation, and entrepreneurship. And I want to inspire you to take initiative in my segment, Passion in Action. From friendship bracelets to DIY keychains, we've all had a blast creating our own unique pieces since before the third grade. But have you ever thought about taking it to the next level and having customers who weren't just your parents? Starting a business might sound scary, but fear not. With a passion for crafting, a sprinkle of creativity, and loads of determination, you can make it happen. So let's dive into the exciting world of teen entrepreneurship. But where do I start, you might ask. Don't worry, it's not as overwhelming as it seems. Step one, choose your niche. What kind of accessories make you go, wow? Is it quirky jewelry with clay beads, phone cases with original art? Find that special something that sets you apart and makes your business shine. Next step, research, research, research. YouTube, Instagram, and the internet is a trove of advice from influencer entrepreneurs eager to help you on your small business journey. On social media, you can get to know your potential customers, stay in the loop with the latest trends, and have a chat with future buyers to understand what they're looking for. Remember, creating the best customer experience is key, and a Google search is the best place to start. Armed with your research and niche, it's time to create a business plan that will be your trusty guide. Outline your goals, identify your target market, and come up with pricing strategies that will make everybody say, I need that in my life instead of, I really wish I could have that in my life. A well-crafted plan will keep you focused and organized on your entrepreneurial path. So let's transform those rainbow loom bracelets into something remarkable. Get ready to rock the world of accessories and let your entrepreneurial spirit soar. 
Wow, I'm really excited for this segment. I think my only experience with crafts in the business world was this summer camp I went to in third grade. We made bracelets and then I lost half of our fake money, which was really fun, but that's fine. But I was really intrigued by your segment, but what is the teen accessory business success story that you have to share with us? Yeah, so I just got to chat with a friend of mine. Her name is Claire Sue, and she runs this amazing business called Gifted Seams. So basically, she takes secondhand fabric and sews these adorable makeup bags and pencil pouches. Um, But originally, she just wanted to learn how to sew, and she found sewing patterns online. You don't need to be an expert on the craft to start a business. I mean, you could still take your um, crafting that you did in third grade and turn that into something. Um, But she created a business um, to challenge herself to be more creative with her designs. So her business is fueled by her love of crafting. And I think your business should be about your passion. Oh, definitely. And um, let's say if I was to have my own business, what influencers would you recommend following to grow my own business? Well, there are so many great resources online. There are a lot of just like general um, business knowledge resources. I mean, I would personally recommend HubSpot for social media marketing strategies. But I think the influencers you follow should ultimately just be specific to your niche. So if you wanted to create like a jewelry business, you could look up jewelry business how to or something along those lines to find people in the same or similar niche. Oh, that's super cool. But on the other hand, how would you recommend advertising these things? Because you just like talked about marketing strategies. So how can I like tell other people that, wow, I have this product and I want you to like buy it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm always on TikTok and Instagram Reels. So social media is just a fantastic way to quickly expand exposure to your business. And since these videos often go viral um, and you can reach a really wide audience and just more potential customers. Yeah, I think so, too. I think social media is like this really big hotspot and where you just go in and then you get like entranced in this loop. And then if you just put in your product somewhere there, it catches a lot of like, attention. But I know that sustainability goals are really important now with global warming rates rising, climate change becoming more and more prevalent every day. So how can I, if I were to start a business, incorporate sustainability goals into my business plan? Yeah, so incorporating sustainability into your business plan makes it so you can have this uh, successful business, but still be mindful of the world around you. So think stuff like use reusable packaging, um, energy efficient practices, um, maybe even partnering with eco-conscious suppliers. And it's not only amazing for the planet, but it also shows your customers that you're a tree hugger who cares. So make sustainability your not so secret ingredient. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, as problems with the environment are starting to grow, sustainability is becoming more and more key to how we need to lead our life. But how do you make accessories at scale after your demos? Oh, well, there's a rainbow of options out there. Um, You can consider partnering with local manufacturers who specialize in producing the kind of accessories you do. Um, You can explore outsourcing production to trusted factories or even start your own production line if you're feeling extra ambitious. It's all about what you want to do. And there are just so many options out there. Um, And if you ever have questions about how to explore a certain option, there are so many um, resources online, like I mentioned before. And scaling up is like crafting on steroids. So you should have a solid plan before you explore any of those options. Yeah, I agree. And I've heard from my friends that businesses are like a super big commitment and then it's a lot of responsibility. But as teenagers, how do you balance running your business with your school and personal commitments? Yeah, I mean, we're all so busy right now. Um, Balancing running a business, school and all these personal commitments is a juggling act. So basically, I would recommend just prioritization in time management. So setting clear goals and prioritizing what needs your attention the most. And so you don't need some sort of crazy scheduling system, but hey, if that works for you, great. Um, But what's important is to have a second brain somewhere, a journal, Google calendars, because I forget stuff all the time. And if I didn't have something helping me out, 
um, I'd be a complete mess. And so I personally use Notion, which is this all-in-one organization note-taking and brainstorming platform. Wow, yeah, I use Notion too, but not for organization. I need to work on my organization. I just use it for school notes because it's a nice place to keep all my notes together and the platform's really chic and cute. And there's so many good templates online. But going back to accessories and crafts, what's it like participating in local markets, pop-up shops, and trade shows to sell your accessories? Oh my gosh, it is so much fun. You get to talk and meet so many people And then most of my friends with accessory businesses say it's the place where they get the most traction. But at times it can be kind of exhausting and socially nerve wracking, but it's just amazing to build your people skills and um, show people your, your accessories. Yeah, I think it'd be a really fun experience. In my experience, when I'm like volunteering for festivals or stuff like that, it's kind of nervous sometimes when I'm talking to new people I've never heard or like talked to, but I think there's that little adrenaline that kicks in after that. And then you just love being part of it after sometimes. But going back to accessories, is it okay to copy other accessories? Well, copying as in directly taking ideas or designs without bringing your own flair is problematic. And it's just not as fun. Um, taking some strategies, though, like a TikTok video format or like a website layout plan, that isn't copying. As long as you add value and make it your own, it's fine. But do be mindful of trademark rights when you do your own research. There are databases where you can find um, whether the name you chose for your brand is taken. And so be mindful of that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I think there, this is like something I struggle with too. I'm not a big arts and crafts person. I kind of fumble with the scissors sometimes. But so what do I do if I don't know how to craft anything, but I want to start my own business? Yeah, I mean, there are just so many free online tutorials that can teach you anything you need to know, um, from like crocheted frog caps to like earrings out of soda tabs. So all you need is patience and practice and the willingness to explore and try new things. I mean, no one starts out as an expert. Definitely. But well, um, But like along the process, I know that making your own business is like a big process and there's so many lessons that pop up um, while you're doing it. So what will you learn from running your own accessory business? Yeah, I mean, I talked about organization, but another big thing is just confidence. Um, You learn to trust your instincts and make bold decisions and you're kind of forced to believe in your own ideas and have the courage to pursue them. And seeing them come to life makes you feel so powerful. And also, it's a great way to earn money doing what you love. Yeah, definitely. And um, I think now you got me into this idea thing, I'd like to check it out more. But I think having a um, business, especially an accessory business, is totally um, such a fun idea, and especially if you do it with friends. But unfortunately, that's it for this segment. But make sure to check out our radio site, buy books and t-shirts in our store. Make a donation to BTSY at BeTheStarYouAre.org. That's BeTheStarYouAre.org. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, 
Energized and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with us at Be The Star You Are Radio. And the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Well, welcome back to Express Yourself, and we're on segment three right now. And here we were planning to have a little discussion and a chit-chat session between the both of us. And I was uh, curious on getting to know Julia a little more. So as her segment is all about passion for action, I was wondering how she got her passion into crafting stuff and if there was any backstory to it. So, yeah. Totally. I mean... I feel like for a long time, crafting was a way I got to know um, the people around me better. I mean, going to summer cramp, we would all make our friendship bracelets and crafting just equals community to me. And from there, my interest in crafting led to an interest in business and entrepreneurship. And even though I kind of moved away from originally the accessory business, um, I think crafting is what really kind of sparked that passion. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really nice uh, way to like uproot like this hobby. But I know you mentioned um, in your bio that you're really into singing. So how did you get into that too? I'm sorry, I'm just going to ask you about all your hobbies because I'm curious to learn more. No, it's all good. As long as I get to ask you about your poetry later, that was yeah. incredible. Thank um, you. So singing, my my family is a pretty musical family. I mean, they're the kind of people who like burst into song all the time. And so I grew up around music, um, playing piano duets with my mom, singing with my little brother. And so uh, I wanted to find a community of like-minded people who like to express themselves through song. And so I auditioned for the girls course when I was in first grade and I just fell in love. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, you can experience different cultures for music as well. I mean, we're going to tour South Africa next summer, which is going to be so exciting. Um, not only um, just learning the music, but also just seeing the sights and experiencing the world. Yeah, definitely. It's like super interesting how just like starting off to sing can like lead you into these international travel plans and traveling is pretty fun. Like you're getting to experience all these new cultures. And I'm going to like... Um, add on to something else you said which was pretty interesting is that you run 10ks and that's pretty surprising that how someone would like to do that because me on the other hand I'm the type (laughs) who'd sit on a couch and then not want to go out unless I was dragged out but yeah (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like a lot of people tell me I always get told how do you run that sounds terrible like I hate running but in a way I kind of started out like um you guys I used to be like total couch potato. I didn't like going outdoors. Um, running, I saw as like a form of torture. Um, but what really drew me into running was the running community, I think. When I, I tried joining my school's cross-country team just to see what it was like. And even though running is a sport you kind of compete in individually, it has such a community. I mean, we do everything together in cross country. We run to get like boba together. Um, we do all sorts of like team bonding activities and running with another person makes running these 10 K so much more fun. And it's just amazing how running is something you can do your whole life. All you need are the shoes and the shorts, and then you can just hop out your door and explore nature. 
yeah, I think that's pretty inspiring when you think about it this way. I think I try to get more active and like in the summer I try going to the gym, but then yeah, I think I want to try running more. I've run like two 5Ks and and they didn't go really well, but I'm looking forward to trying it out in high school now that I think about it, but yeah, that's super interesting about um how you have all these different interests. But do you have any other interests that you like have that you'd like to share? Um well, I love reading. I mean, I do it whenever I can. I get busy a lot, but reading is just such a kind of cathartic activity. Just to kind of settle down in your bed with a good book is amazing. I mean, you're a writer. So, um what are your reading tastes like? Oh, so I can agree with you on that. I love reading too. I think I really like realistic fiction and then um realistic fiction is a really big one for me. I like all type of books. Um just not fantasy books. I know that may come as a surprise because I don't like one of the biggest genres, but I like having something to relate to and just like having something that's quick but I absorbed a lot of information from it because sometimes I'll just be reading and then I don't know random thoughts come into mind and one and I'm like you know what what would motivate me to finish this entire book that's why I think realistic fiction is the best because it just grabs grasps me at once and then I don't let go until I'm done with it but I really like dystopia though just not fantasy yeah I agree I feel like I lose interest when I feel like it doesn't have any like implications for the real world. If I'm like this isn't something that's really like uh illuminating me about the world around me, I lose interest. But I agree, realistic fiction is definitely one of the best. Yeah, um so do you have like a favorite book? Oh, um well, a book I recently just read was The Picture of Dorian Gray. Um Oh, wow. I love I, that book. It was it was chilling. Um I mean, I loved it because I feel like it had it revealed so much about like hedonism and beauty and also I was just kind of pulled into it from the very start. Yeah, that's something I read recently. Speaking of the picture of um Dorian Gray, I actually went to Chicago like a few weeks ago and then there uh in the Chicago Art Museum, I was like institute, I think it's the institute, yeah. I was like, no, I'm not going to like anything here. Who'd like to look at sculptures all day and just, like, get their <laughs> legs tired? So I was just looking at Greek sculptures and, like, different brass um, armors and stuff like that. And I didn't, like, really enjoy it until I came to this contemporary art place. And there they had this picture of Dorian Gray by Evan Albright and that was like created in 1943 to 1944 and if you like search it up even the colors they look so realistic and dystopic like it's something you wouldn't even see now it's just like someone's living but their soul's been snatched out it like just like the book it makes your um makes you get chills really quick I think Evan Albright was like definitely the star of that entire institute because other than that I didn't know what to look at with the sculptures I'm sure there are people around here who really love sculptures but for me that's just not how I'd like to spend my time so speaking of art what do you, you like about art like what type of art like visual art fine arts something like that yeah I mean like I said before I really like performing arts but I also love paintings especially I mean being in general I really love Magritte and how he kind of plays with our perception and how every picture of his has such a a clear meaning it it plays with the idea of what a painting is and that's just fascinating to me like you said before I love like uh, the idea of a dystopia and I love his paintings are almost dystopian in a way and that's so awesome about the picture of Dorian Gray I'm definitely going to check that out after that sounds fascinating yeah, I think Ivan Albright, the, the artist that's talking about, um, he also did one where there's this, like, women looking. It's, like, right next to each other in the Institute, and the women's just looking into the mirror, and then she has wrinkles and everything, but inside the mirror is this, like, young women. And it's, like, talking about... It was a more deep resonation about, like, the, the meaning of youth in um, 
our society. But speaking on a lighter topic, what are um I I heard you're like more artistic on like artistically inclined. So would you like to do something with art in the future? Yeah, I mean. Right now, I talked about um, the research I'm doing about how music can help language learning. I mean, I'm fascinated by education and how how we learn new things and how our brain processes that. And so I definitely want to do research integrating music into classroom environments because there's just a multitude of benefits and there's so many avenues to explore. I mean, this topic has gotten buzz a lot in the research community, but there's still like it's like the ocean. There's the there's so much depths to explore, and I'm just so excited by that. Yeah, I definitely um, agree with you. So you want to go into the? I think I have so much respect for people who go into education sector because they're like really st- strong at all fields because they have to kind of be good with people and then know how to incorporate stuff into a classroom environment. So yeah, but um. So, do you what are some if you were like at school i think it's it's summer so nobody's obviously at school but what are those subjects that just intrigue you yeah um let me think i really like i've been really fascinated by my math classes recently i mean i think the idea of statistics is so powerful to me because they have such an implication for our real world i mean looking at a graph it can represent just a huge amount of communities of people. And it's amazing how numbers kind of live in us. They're alive. They're like breathing. And so math, even though that wasn't like a field I was really interested in before, it's something I definitely want to explore. Yeah. How about you? I think, yeah, math's a big one for me. I think I'm really inclined into like science and math, but um, yeah, so I don't know. I've been like into math since when I was young. So it's always been like math, math, math for me. But yeah, I think all all the subjects in school are pretty nice, except history sometimes and <laughs> uh, PE at times, like all the time. I just don't see the real world use for running for 10 seconds then stopping like if i'm getting chased by a bear i better be able to run like three miles at one go why am i running for 10 seconds stopping and walking then running another 10. exactly i feel like pe is not for the faint of heart i mean what's so awesome about my school is instead of pe we have a rock climbing class which is absolutely terrifying i mean i have such a fear of heights but it's really interesting um yeah Oh, I think I'm going into high school this year. So I've heard that they have a yoga class in our thing. So it's a free period. I'm looking forward to that. So um, since our entire show's theme is all about 4th of July, I was um, thinking about what you and your family does for 4th of July. Yeah, I mean, we are super patriotic. I mean, my grandparents both came here from China And so to our family, 4th of July is the celebration of all the possibilities given to us by the U.S. Um, So we always get all decked out in red, white, and blue. We got those temporary tattoos all over our arms and faces. Um, And we sometimes do fireworks. I mean, we do a huge family get-together. I have about 10 cousins all on my dad's side. And so we got all sorts of little kids, college students running around. Just such a great environment. Oh, that's nice. Um, for our thing, we're like for Fourth of July, we usually have a like barbecue with our neighbors. But since this year, we already had our summer neighbor cookout, so I think we're just gonna have a barbecue um with my mom and dad. So that's gonna be pretty fun. I think we don't we never had a reunion like that. But I think that's the real spirit of July the 4th. But speaking of fireworks, do you like do the fireworks or do you go somewhere to see the fireworks? Because I know where I live, fireworks aren't allowed. So we have to go to the other city. Oh, um, well, we go out to West Virginia, usually just this place in the middle of the woods. It's like a a small getaway community. There's only about like 50 people there and they do their own fireworks. It's family owned. Um, one time we tried to do fireworks in our backyard. Well, we tried to do sparklers 
but we accidentally brought these mega sparklers instead of like the little ones and they turned out to be more like mini fireworks and so they shot off everywhere um they almost hit the tree and our neighbors were not happy Yeah, oh, speaking about sparklers, so since my family comes from India, we like to celebrate the festival of Diwali. So on our driveway, we have like sparklers and then I don't know what they're called. They're like rotating fires or something, but the sparklers are pretty fun. But then the rotating fires, you have to like, they're kind of like a grenade because you take the top off and then leave it there and then it'll start rotating and then it'll burst into flame so that's pretty fun um but i used to be really scared of it i'm still scared of it because like it releases this putrid smell that you don't want to be near but still i i like it but i don't know i wasn't a fan of fire for a long time so um what are the foods that you enjoy during july the 4th because i know food is like a really big part Yeah, we also sometimes do a barbecue. Uh, we don't usually at the at the place we go to in West Virginia, they serve us food. And so we just got the traditional we got ice cream sundaes that we dye different colors. Um, we always sit out on these there's these giant grassy hills where they do the fireworks. So we're always there looking at our ice cream, we got our popsicles and we just watch the fireworks. I mean, when I was a kid, I was terrified of the fireworks. I mean, I started crying during one of the shows. My parents had to take me um, back to like the little ranch we were staying in. I watched them from far away. And I used to make up stories about the fireworks and how it was really this lady tap dancing in the sky. And that kind of made me feel less nervous about it. But still, they can be really loud. Yeah, I think um, when I was seven, we went to Disney World, I think. And then they were... having like a fireworks show and like people younger than me like three and four year olds they were all like looking up in the skies like filled with content and then i sobbing my eyes out because <laughs> i did not want to be there but yeah for us food is just like we buy sausages from costco and like hot dog buns we're just a very costco july the fourth family and i like it because it's very homely and intimate and it really shows how much like the american spirit behind things Yeah, I mean, I'm just a Costco everything person. I feel like 80% of my diet is Costco. But yeah. <laughs> I have this joke where I'm like 90% Costco, 10% human, because at this point, they say you are what you eat. So exactly. I feel like Costco is now like a personality trait. Yeah, and that's pretty fun. But other than the food and the fireworks, do you have these outdoor activities that you enjoy? Um, We do like... uh. a tug of war um, competition. It's boys versus girls. It gets very heated. We occasionally have some trash talk. We have to disqualify. But oh. I have to, I'm proud to say that the girls have won 10 years in a row. And hopefully we're going to be continuing that streak um, on 4th of July. That's pretty fun. I think tug of war is one of the, let's say, quote unquote, sports I'm good at. I can't yank one tug, I mean, the rope and then Yeah, that's pretty useful for my team. But yeah, that seems really fun. I think that'd be really fun for you guys this year. I think for us, we're, I don't know, we go out for a walk or a hike or just go to see fireworks or um, just like sit on the couch and binge watch a series. I think that really inspires us about the patriotism in the United States. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds like so much fun. Binge watching a show, it's just such a great way to um, hang out with your family. Yeah, unless we start having disagreements about which character um, should be the main character and which character should be kicked off the show. Until that point, everything's fine and dandy. Just after that, it gets very personal. Like, we're having personal riffs, like personal attachments to this character. So <laughs> that's pretty fun till then. I love But, that so much. Um, do you have any recommendations of shows to watch? Oh, shows to watch. That's that's pretty. I think I recently we were watching this show called SWAT. And then we're still on it. It's like five seasons long on Netflix. And then they're obviously the classics. And I'm really bad at recommendations because I don't know what other people like. So 
And I'm a very, like, big action buff. Like, I do not watch movies if they're not action-related. Like, if they're <laughs> two hours and about this intricate plot, you will not find me sitting there. Like, this action movie that I'm going to watch has to be less than two hours, get my attention, have a good plot. I'm, like, one of those people who just, like, rush upstairs in the middle of the movie because I don't want to watch it. Or I go to sleep. My parents and I have started watching so many movies. And then when I'm, like, browsing through them and seeing what I want to watch with them, I'm like, you know what? I've never seen this movie. And then they're like, you know, we started watching it yesterday. We completed it. And you started snoring. So that's kind of fun. But I, I don't have any recommendations. I think there's any action movie on Netflix. I love that. Netflix is definitely a big thing for our family. We are a Netflix family. Um, yeah, but it was so great to hear about, like, the amazing traditions you and your family have. It sounds like you guys are very close. Yeah. And, um, with three people, it's really close. And then when my grandparents come over, that's, it's a whole party atmosphere. But, yeah, yeah so I think that's pretty fun. And just to like just before we close this segment i was wondering if there were any like questions you had about the show and then we could close it off yeah i mean i just wanted to hear what was like uh your favorite experience being on the show so far i think it's probably just like getting to know more people i think especially during the pan like right after the pandemic when i started it was really um I couldn't really talk to many new people. So my like social circle was kind of closed off. But here I'm like meeting so many new people with so many different ideas. And they're from like all over the world, which is super fun. Because who who doesn't like to have an international friend? You can just be like, oh, oh, so you're going to India? Or like, oh, you're going to uh, Morocco? Oh, I have a friend at Morocco. I'm, I'm just staying kind of cheats at the top of my mind. But it's really cool just knowing people from different places of different ages and just to know that you're sharing this opportunity together. Yeah, I love that so much. And I'm so excited. It was so nice talking to you today. Yeah, it's so nice talking to you too. And I think that this it was amazing. This show was amazing because I just learned a lot more about you. And then obviously I learned a lot more about your fun July the 4th experiences. So I assume you're going to West Virginia this year too. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to know I got a Costco buddy. Yeah. We can be Costco buddies together. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So um, now, unfortunately, we're out of time for today's show. But as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Andrew. Thanks to our guests from all across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us top-rated program. For more information about Be The Star You Are charity, visit bethestarur.org. That's bethestarur.org. And for Instagram, find us on Express Yourself Radio. We'll have fun munching on hot dogs and barbecue on July the 4th. But always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you will let yourself.